Hi peeps, welcome to the first episode of the Healing Gang podcast. I'm your host, Runzi. I'm an artist, but apart from creating art, I love sharing my views on mental hygiene, spirituality, and personal growth. Before I get started, I just want to let you guys know that you can find me on YouTube as well and Instagram at Runzi Art. If you're interested to adopt a piece of my artworks, you can visit my store as well at runziart.com. I'm really sorry if you hear any weird noises in the background because I'm currently in quarantine with my family right now and I can't really stop them from making all the noises so I apologize for any distractions caused. Today's topic of discussion will be why are artists so sad and what you can do to overcome depression as an artist. Studies show that a significantly high rate of individuals in the creative force are diagnosed with some sort of mental illness. Throughout history, it is commonly known that many world-leading artists have suffered from depression, Vincent van Gogh being the primary example of the torture artist. Of course, there are many more well-known creative individuals who fell victim to mental illnesses, such as Edgar Allan Poe, Francisco de Goya, Amy Winehouse, and my personal fave, Suga from BTS. But of course, the artists that we are going to refer to today are visual artists. Before I get started with today's topic of discussion, I would like to inform you guys that we are not here to glorify depression or any other forms of mental illnesses. I just want to share my personal thoughts and research on why are most of us fellow artists so sad and what we can do to overcome that. As a survivor of several mental illnesses including manic depression, I'm truly grateful that I get to seek professional guidance and support from my amazing friends and of course my Instagram community. I talk about my mental issues pretty openly because I never thought that it should be something to be ashamed of. Of course, it is not the best choice to label yourself with your mental issues but it is important to acknowledge it in order to overcome it. Mental illness shouldn't be something to be taken lightly off. No matter how tiny you think your problem is, if you don't get it out your system, eventually it will manifest into something bigger. So after years of self-analyzing, I realized that I'm most creative when I feel sad. I felt this burst of creativity and ideas at my lowest point of life. In contrary, those are also moments of my lowest productivity. So, in a way, depression does not aid in boosting my journey as an artist. I mean, I could force myself to draw and paint, but I always end up hating my works. Or the subjects will be extremely morbid, which is totally fine by me, as long as I could create, I'm truly grateful about that. But I came to realize that I want to stop self-sabotaging because honestly, what's the point of creating art when others love what you do, but I myself do not find joy in it. I do appreciate praises and support from others, but what's the whole point if I can't feel content with my own creations? I noticed that depression is only an aftermath of an artist's creative boost. Being creative is all about thinking. I believe that us artists are gifted with DNAs that are more prone to stimulus. There are actual studies to back this up. You can try googling it. 
Of course, there are artists who weren't born this way, but I'm speaking from a natural artist's point of view, original thinkers. I know, you'll probably think that nothing is ever original in this world, but I don't want to start a debate here. What I'm trying to say is that most artists are born highly sensitive to their surroundings. If you are an artist yourself, you'll probably realize that it is extremely difficult for you to stop sensory input in your mind. You observe and think a lot, you probably notice things that others don't, and you often question things. And sometimes your thoughts can even be a little bit out there. If used correctly, this could be very beneficial, but if things get out of hand, you might find yourself ruminating a lot about your past. It might even be something insignificant, but you can stop analyzing and revisiting history. Notice this, whenever you create, it is a form of output processed from your memories, consciously or unconsciously. Sometimes, those memories were processed by our creative minds and it kind of got distorted to the point that they became extremely crazy, surreal, and dramatic. This is why your best artworks is probably created at your darkest times. Your mind ruminates that particular memory which creates a more vivid image in your mind, which eventually leads to actual rendering only if you choose to put your thoughts into actions. Which means if you keep thinking about it and you don't put it into action, it will just forever be stuck in your mind. Besides, I think us artists have a high tolerance for ambiguity. We're open to new experiences and stimulants, not just in real life but in our minds as well. We are curious creatures and we are constantly exploring. Because of this, we often find ourselves alienated, we often feel lonely because it always seems like no one around us could ever understand us. Sometimes we feel crazy even, but have you ever thought, even if we are completely sane, society might still perceive us as crazy? Naturally, this social isolation might lead us to feeling sad and empty. Humans are social creatures after all. We still can't deny the fact that we need to be around other like-minded souls. Not being surrounded by supportive people and overthinking will lead to many episodes of feeling like a failure in society. The reason why I mention this is because I'm really tired of being tied down to limiting beliefs as an artist. I don't think depression makes you creative. So don't go thinking that if you want to be a great artist, you gotta link yourself up with some sort of mental illness. I believe that artists are depressed because they spend too much time within their own minds, ruminating on their negative beliefs and thoughts. It is almost impossible for us to call quits on our thoughts. For example, someone who doesn't take time to think about their thoughts find it easier to forget about a stressful day at school or at work or anything, just a stressful event. But creative thinkers are drawn to replay the stressful events over and over and over again, which eventually lead to mental disturbances. For now, you can see that people often misunderstood that depression fuels creativity. It is actually the other way around. There's nothing cool about an artsy person being associated with some sort of mental illness like how the media portrays us as. If anything, depression only hinders your productivity. Imagine the pain of not being able to create even if your mind is full of ideas and images. And sometimes, things get overwhelmingly intense that your inspiration just stop coming in. 
when your inspiration stops coming in you will eventually not be able to create anything you love anymore and you will eventually think that you are useless and a failure and the cycle just keeps going on and on so it took me long enough to step out of my victim narrative i just want to share with you guys on what you can do if you are an artist suffering from depression or if you just want to prevent yourself from it keep in mind that i'm not a licensed psychologist i dropped out of psych school thanks to my depression but that's another story for another day so yeah let's jump right into the steps on what you can do to prevent feeling sad or prevent falling into the trope of moody artist the first thing you can do is to practice self-healing when we open our senses to absorb stimulus from our surroundings it can be overwhelming this is something i personally practice which is to catch my attention to what's in front of me and be present i allow my thoughts to wander around I allow myself to be free with my imagination but if I caught my mind drifting towards useless negative thoughts I forgive myself and pull myself back it is important to heal from whatever past traumas or bad memories or even just negative assumptions we have in our mind in order to move on it is okay to feel more than others do I believe that it is a gift from nature so instead of beating yourself up for focusing on a certain so-called bad thoughts forgive yourself and embrace your gifted dna and use it for good take time out to vent your past frustrations without any judgment it could be creating a messy painting journaling meditation or whatever you like just let it go channel your gifted sensory ability towards good vibes think more good thoughts visualize beautiful images in your mind appreciate past happy memories and naturally you'll realize that creating art from a positive mindset is just as fluid as being stuck in a negative mindset if not you'll even realize that you're more productive than ever seriously guys depression is a productivity killer no actually it is killer itself people actually take their own lives because of it acknowledge that we all have dark thoughts but you gotta heal yourself and believe not just as an artist but as a human being and you are enough self-healing can also come in physical forms take some time to ask yourself whether did you have enough sleep did you consume proper diet did you move around to release some of that pent-up adrenaline in your body I personally am guilty of not being able to fulfill these three steps. I'm still a work in progress and I believe we all are. If your body is telling you it needs rest, it probably does. So use your time to rest up properly because beating yourself up or turning to substance abuse won't help anything. It only leaves you falling deeper into abyss. Of course, some of us with high functional depression will choose to power through it and I know I once mentioned on YouTube that it is okay to power through your burnout but seriously, that has to come with a certain level of self-awareness. You might think that you are capable of muting your mental strain but trust me, just like your muscle, you can keep training your mind to be strong but if you don't take a break to heal, it will eventually wear out. In this case, you will burn out. It might take months or even years, but eventually your body will shut down. 
it will force you to go into resting mode and that's gonna make things way worse because burnout equals to low productivity. I know some say if that's what you love, you won't burn out. Well, maybe your mind won't because that's what that keeps you alive and that's what keeps you moving. But your body will. All humans need rest. So don't forget to heal yourself and take some time out to pamper yourself. Okay, now that I had covered self-healing, what are the other steps we can do to rewire our brain? This is definitely one of my favorite. I love to have a change in scenery. I know with the COVID-19 pandemic going on, there's not much we can do outdoors. I'm pretty much trapped at home for months now and it sort of makes my mind wonky. But honestly speaking, I love traveling and exploring new places. Of course, you don't have to do this if traveling is not your cup of tea. You can always try taking walks in nature or maybe or maybe the nearest park near you. Just try being outdoors to take a breather. There is such a thing known as echotherapy and I actually read up on that. Medical researchers had actually shown that outdoor activities lower the activity in our prefrontal cortex which is the region of our brain that's active during rumination. People who are depressed have this part of their brain's malfunction. So it's hard for us to stop the repetitive thoughts on negative emotions like I mentioned earlier. Even if you are not depressed, if you are a creative person, chances are your brain could not filter out as much negative information as others. I don't think I am a huge nature person, but I always seek comfort being in touch with it. Being around nature always reminds me that within the hustle and bustle of our daily lives, there are amazing beings out there. I always believe that we belong to nature, not the other way around. So getting in touch with our roots sort of help relieve your inner turmoil. Not to mention that gratitude, peace, beauty, and serenity are all inheritance of nature. Nature do not seek permission for validation, it just simply grows and exists. That's truly fascinating. Of course, there are many different ways to make a change in your day-to-day scenery. Maybe you can try skygazing or taking your sketchbook to the new coffee shop down your neighborhood or maybe even go to an art museum. Always seek for new input and new inspiration. I think what makes artists depressed is also cause we aren't social creatures. I usually don't really like being outdoors or around people, but it is okay to put yourself out there even if you are on your own. Just know that by exploring and replacing your old negative memories with more good ones will help you rewire your thought patterns. This is not to say that you should bury your emotions, but to get in touch with your core self and unleash your inner child who's full of curiosity and craving for new experiences. Trust me, you will feel so much better once you make a move to change your environment. Sometimes it'll even make you realize that you had been in such a toxic environment for such a long time. Which leads me to my last point. Don't hesitate to reach out. We are all blessed to live in an era where all our friends are within a tap on the screen. Texts and calls are cool, but I'm a person who values real-life conversation most. I don't have many friends in real life, but I genuinely appreciate each and every one of them. And I think it is important to stay connected with others, especially as an artist. I know some of us are extremely picky with our choice of click, while others find us weird. 
these two factors that have made us super lonely and loneliness is also one of the cause of depression. This is why I'm building a positive community on my social media platforms, especially on Instagram. I want to be able to stay in touch with you guys and hopefully you could use this opportunity to reach out to other like-minded people too. You never know, sometimes a small gesture of kindness could play such a huge part to change someone else's life. So instead of accepting society for labeling us as sad and oversensitive, we can always choose to build a healthy and happy environment among us. If you ever need someone to talk to, always, always, always reach out. If you feel like you can't trust anyone, not even your parents, don't worry, I know how you feel, it's okay. You can choose to Google up your local mental health care hotline and seek for guidance. We are all blessed to be surrounded by all these tools readily available on the internet, so I hope you guys don't take it for granted. If you have the budget, I suggest you to seek for therapy. Honestly, there are so many videos on YouTube to help you understand mental illnesses and how to overcome them. You can definitely try this out first before splurging on therapy sessions. I mean, yeah, therapy really helps, not gonna lie, but sometimes it requires a lot of trial and error before you can finally find the best therapies for your liking. Cause it is not a one-size-fits-all thing, all therapies have their own approach on how to guide you through your mental disorders. I personally still prefer to be around like-minded people over medical attention. Not gonna lie, hospital visits sometimes amplifies my anxiety. I don't like it at all. And I believe that reaching out to people who are supportive, who wants us to get better, and people that inspire us are the best. Always reach out with the intention of wanting to improve mentally, not to start a pity party for yourself. It is healthy to rant and vent and let out your frustrations, but it is not okay if you keep talking about it just for the sake of attention and it won't make a difference. You'll continue fitting into the stereotype of moody artists you won't get anywhere in life. Always bounce back. Speaking about bounce back, I actually made a video about that, so if you're interested, you can check it out at the description box. So yeah, I believe that depression is an illness that requires treatment. Never take it lightly. Make sure to take care of your mental hygiene and make sure to check up on your creative friends as well. Don't hesitate to reach out to others. You can also write to me if you're interested. I might take some time here, but I always read your comments and your DMs and your emails as well. So use art as a form of therapy, not to seek for perfection or validation. Use art to express yourself not to torture yourself. I'm starting to lose my voice here, so <laughs> apologize for that. I know pain can sometimes be addictive, especially if you have some sort of unresolved trauma. Try applying what I mentioned earlier into your life one step at a time, and I believe eventually you will walk out of misery. Just know that it is normal to face challenges and I believe that that's what makes the human experience beautiful and interesting because life is not gonna be fun if everything is predictable and everything goes smoothly. So yeah, always remember, society's labels don't define us. You don't need to be depressed and sad to be a great artist. Okay, so this sums up my take on why are artists so sad and how to overcome depression as an artist. I just want to let you guys know that I am so happy to be able to stay connected with all of you through the internet. 
So many people often demonize social media, but I want to break that stigma and create a positive community here. I'm just so grateful that I get to put my message out and hear back from you awesome people. Together, we inspire each other and create a healthy, safe space on the internet. If you guys have any questions or any topics you wish to discuss about, feel free to drop a comment. I will always get back to you guys. That's it from me for today. I hope you learned something out of this. And if you're interested, you can subscribe. I upload contents twice a week. So thank you so much for taking your time out to consume my works. I will see you in the next episode of the Healing Gang podcast. Take care. Bye.